Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise Relationship Podcast. I'm your host, Yvonne. Today's show, Narcissist Magnet, Takers and Vampires, It Could Have Changed Me for the Worse, is brought to you by You Are Dynamic LLC, the personal development company that believes in and cares about you. So thanks for tuning in. The purpose of my podcast is to help you notice the pattern of negative choices you continue to make that are sabotaging your life and allowing toxic people a place in your life. You'll hear stories from the Yvonne Vault and Yvonne-isms, and I'm also famous for playing the devil's advocate by asking those thought-provoking questions just to get you thinking seriously about your life so you can make adjustments along the way, just like I do. Why isn't this working? Have you ever asked yourself this question about your relationship? Do you have the feeling that something is off and you just can't quite put your finger on what it is? Or maybe he or she has already moved on, but you don't have a clue that that's what's happened. What are you doing to cope inside of your chaotic and completely confusing relationship? Get educated about narcissism. Don't perish because of lack of knowledge. In today's episode, it's a continuation of the enlightening conversation that despite how awful being in a narcissistic relationship is, will give you hope. So listen in. All right, so when we left off, we were at a point where in the marriage, you wanted to work. You want to do everything you possibly can to make it work. And that's what, what you did. That's what I did. But it wasn't enough. No, it wasn't. And that was the conundrum, Yvonne. I couldn't figure out why isn't this working? I'm doing everything right. And it's not enough. It's just not enough. Was he to, to say that it's not working now? You and I both know, okay, things aren't right. But was he saying certain things to make you think it wasn't working? Was he acting certain ways or omitting or removing himself? Had his whole demeanor changed? Okay. He, you know, he's a quiet person. And so he's normally a very mild-mannered, quiet person. So that's his norm, Mm -hmm. you know, and we did have our set of fights in the marriage. We did have our sets of arguments, Um, but I thought, and we we went, when we were losing our house and we had to move to our duplex, I thought that we were going to have an opportunity to rebuild. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I mean, we fought about that because that was a loss. That was a big loss, but we were just trying to stay together you know, we moved into this cute place and I thought this is a fresh beginning. And then we, and the Mm -hmm. the funny thing is we had our fifth wedding anniversary party and everybody came over. We had a great time. Mm -hmm. We did. Mm -hmm. Or so I thought, so on the surface, you know, and it's, it was so long ago, honestly, but I do remember thinking things are just a little bit off. 
Mm -hmm. a little bit off, but I still didn't get the, I still didn't get the whole picture. And I don't know if that was because I was working full time. I had two young children, you know, all the things we have to do. You still had hope. I still had hope, or maybe I just wanted, I don't know. Was I deluding myself? I don't know because I don't know how much. They're so good at faking. They're so good at making you think one way when things really aren't. And you don't know. I didn't know. I, I can't say for you, but I didn't know when the script had actually flipped. Do you remember? He left and he left for a while to go live with his brother. Now, did you discuss this prior to him leaving? No, we had a big fight and okay. he left. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and I called his brother and I said, Hey, I want to, can I speak to him? He's not mm-hmm. here. And this was in the evening after work. And I thought to myself, well, where is he? And then I thought to myself, that's going on but I can't put Mm -hmm. my finger on it looking back I look at myself and I go what a dodo (laughs) what a dodo (laughs) you were a dodo bird (laughs) but you weren't you really weren't but my it took my dad calling me one day I guess he could feel it and he called me to check in and I told him he he knows my voice even when he mm-hmm. called me yesterday, even when he called me yesterday, he's like, me, are you okay? Your voice sounds hoarse. I said, dad is the allergies or allergies are kicking my butt, but he called me and he could tell something was different. Mm-hmm. And, and he could tell from the tone of voice. And if you have a close relationship, of course, with your parents, mom or dad, whichever you can tell. And then they can tell when you're not your normal self, they mm-hmm. can tell that. So you had no idea what your ex was doing. Although he was living apart from you. Yes. I'm not going to even venture to say what I think he was doing because I want you to tell us. Well, like you said, hindsight's 2020. At that time, I didn't know that he had met and fallen in love with his his second wife. I didn't know that at the time. Like I said, I was a dodo bird. But when my dad called me and said, asked me a few very specific questions, he mm-hmm. goes, how long has he been gone? And I told him, mm-hmm. he asked me several questions. And then he said, uh, uh, do you want to meet me for lunch next week? And that's when I went to go meet him. And then he started asking more questions. And I just started bawling my eyes out there in public, mm-hmm. <laughs> in the public restaurant. And my dad says, I hate to tell you. I hate to tell you this, honey, but uh, I think he's uh, playing around. Is the nice way he said it. I think that he was trying to be gentle with you. I'm was. sure. <laughs> and but but my mind did not want to accept that because I kept going back to me. I've done everything right. I look good. I'm a nice looking woman. You know, we've got this. We've got these two beautiful children together. We, you know, people would stop us as the street, say y'all that y'all are a beautiful family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought for sure he would not want to jeopardize that. And I'm looking at you and I can see a little, even now, like some pain in your face. And it's not that you 
It's not that you are feeling like, oh, I still love him so much. It's like, really, this is painful. Yes. Yeah, I could. I can even hear that in the tone of your voice, too, because it is painful. It will always be because, you know, we didn't make it. And when you have children, I think when you run into a narcissist and you can escape with just collateral damage, that's (laughs) one thing. (laughs) But when you make children with someone like that absolutely it's it that it's it goes generational deep absolutely you know he had already moved on you know and that's so hard to to like grasp or wrap your mind around you're still trying to figure out okay what happened and he has moved on I believe that and that he found another uh supply is what he did he did. And the new person, he did the same thing with her that he did with you in the beginning. And they call that, and we're in the terms now of narcissism. They call it love bombing. Yes. You mentioned that. And that was the first time that I had heard that term. And I think about the first time I saw those two together. And yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, could, I could see the energetic exchange between them. I really and could. that is that is that's what they do in the beginning and then they quickly and we don't know when it happens in their minds and so that's why I was asking a little bit earlier could you tell when the script flipped now now let's say hindsight 2020 could you thinking back could you tell you know honestly to be completely honest I could not I could not and mm-hmm. I think, and I think that that was, you know, some people say ignorance is bliss and there may be a case of that because honestly, with, when you have a one-year-old and a three-year-old girl, you got to carry on. You're focused on the children. You're focused on survival. I mean, you kind of compartmentalize your feelings. I did. I had to survive. Right. To survive. Maybe at nighttime, you you know, when you had a little more time, you were able to break down and still, it was your mind still like flying around like, oh my gosh, after you talk to your dad, like, could this be true? He was so, and my father's a very eloquent man. Mm-hmm. And he, and, but he's also very honest. And he said, he's not coming back. You need to understand he's not coming back. And something inside of me snapped. And I said, okay, this is real. This is the truth. And I have to carry on. And mm-hmm. When I did, and like you said, when I had me time, when he came to pick up the kids on the weekends, because he always did his visitation without fail, uh, he would come pick up his children. I could shut that door and the tears would rain down over me. And I I would throw myself in the bed and I would spend the whole weekend in bed, no doubt. About 12 o'clock on Sunday, I would get up. It's like, okay, the kids will be home at six. You got to get your straighten up the house, make some food, get yourself mm-hmm. together. And I, that's how I started healing. It was that I just started sleeping because I became so depressed. I couldn't figure out. Mm-hmm. And once again, I wasn't doing the right thing by propping myself up. I should have been, and, but 
thank God people came into my life. I had good friends. I had a good friend who I worked with, a coworker. She gave me so many books because something had happened to the same exact thing that happened to her. Her mm-hmm. ex had done the same thing to her. He was a doctor and she went through the same devastation. So, and she was 10 years older than me because I was so young, 25 mm-hmm. when this happened. She became like my, like a lifeline. She gave me these books. She helped me understand. So I had so, and God does that, I think, to the fallen. He brings people into your life that can help prop you up and keep you sane and, and, and give into you, you know, pump into you what you don't have. And so and I'm, you had your dad. I had my dad. And he wasn't pushy, but he saw what was going on. Yes. And he didn't know how you would be able to come back from that because it's so, it's so devastating. It could have changed me for the worse if I would have let, if I would have let it. But like I did say, it took seven years till I found my husband or we found each other. You know, even just this past weekend, I said, I'm so glad I found you. And he's like, I'm so glad you (laughs) found me too. But it took, it took time for me to heal uh, and, you know, there's a lot of reverse engineering, I think, once you've been with a narcissist, Yvonne, don't you? You start looking, you start going, picking through the past, picking and trying to see what happened here, what happened there. But the truth is we can't reverse engineer it. Like you said, they love bombed us. And and it's it's a bomb that went off and we are the ones that got hit with the shrapnel. And, <laughs> and yeah, I will always carry that shrapnel in me from what happened. But I use it as a tool to make me a better, stronger person. And what you could have done, you could have went the opposite direction and you could have been bitter and you could have still today have been single because you didn't trust anyone anymore because it's it's so pervasive and so deep. And when you don't trust and when you are bitter, that's what you put out into the world. And so here we go again, you could have taken that step to attract that back to you again. Yes. And it's so funny is I still, to this day have trust issues and I've reconciled the fact that I always will. Mm -hmm. I always will. Uh, Because I got bombed so bad. It was like an atomic bomb and Mm -hmm. it wasn't just me as a victim. It was our children. Absolutely. our children. And so that will always remain a painful spot, but I'm here to say you can move past it mm-hmm. and you should move past it, but to give yourself grace and space to take the time you need to heal, you know, and so don't jump, just don't jump into another relationship. That is detrimental. Oh my God. And it, not that I didn't try to do that. I did. And, but then I caught myself think I, because I decided, you know, at that time I decided, you know, I'm going to become self-aware. I'm just going to practice self-awareness, mindfulness. And this was way when no one was doing it, but I found mm-hmm. some book and because of the mentorship of my girlfriend should give me these books. I decided there was a little cute bookstore down the street and I'd take my children and we'd go browse through the self-help section. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> You were reaching out because you needed some help. 
I needed some tools in my toolkit <laughs> <laughs> to get past this. And I was, I was like, I am damned and determined. You are not going to finish me off. And no, awesome. No, because sir. then you could have, you could have, like I said, become bitter and, and, and portrayed that to your children. There. Yeah. And I, I struggled with that. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm happy to say that, uh, that struggle is over and that my ex and I can text each other and have mm-hmm. honest conversations texting. I just saw him a couple of weeks ago at a family event. Uh, we take pictures together with our children. We behave ourselves now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're older and wiser. And we, we, you know, we finally realized these, you know, we want to be, we want to be better for our children, you know? And as as you bring that up, better for your children as they get older and they see how mom and dad are different, I'm going to ask you this, but I don't want you to answer until we come back. Okay. So here's the question. Would you, and, and think about this, would you say, and don't answer yet, would you say that he has changed. Thanks again for being a regular listener to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise Relationship Podcast and this series on narcissism. Make sure to check back for parts three and four of our conversation, but you also wanna listen in to part one. And here's a shout out to my listeners in the United States, but a special shout out to my listeners in Germany, Romania, Croatia, Australia, the UK, Italy, and Canada. And I didn't forget my Android, iPhone, Mac, and Window listeners. You can also catch the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise Relationship podcast on Apple, on Google, on Podvine, and other outlets. Remember to subscribe and tell a friend about the podcast so we can get the word out and you're notified when a new episode is posted. But you can also go back and listen to other healthy, wealthy, and wise relationship episodes. And I have a special announcement. I am part of an anthology. This anthology was just published, just published on March 16th, and I contributed as one of the authors in this anthology. It is so awesome. And I want you, when you get the chance, to go to the description. I'm going to leave the link in there. The title of the book is A Letter to My Darling Husband. That's the title of the book, A Letter to My Darling Husband. And I am listed in there under my pen name, Yvonne Randall. And the title of my anthology is Because of You. And I'm going to also post that, as I said, in the description. Reach out and tell me. I want to hear from you. So reach out and tell me. Interact with me. I need to know what you're thinking. Email me at IvonneTheAuthor at gmail.com. And until we meet again, 
I want you to always remember that you are dynamic. Why? Because despite everything you've been through, you're still here.